Hello, and welcome to another serving of Barely Contained, the podcast that dives into the sewer of the internet and carves up the fatberg of the UK's online celebrity journalism. I'm Matt Withers, and as ever, I'm joined by Chris Beckett to cast our eyes over some absolute humdingers of show business repertoire, including Scott Disick running errands, parting right round the world with Pat Sharp, and the return of the much-missed Life of Riley. It's all in what the critics are calling the year's best podcast to feature two middle-aged men eating fab lollies. Let's go. That's right, we're back, and uh, how are you, Chris? I'm very good, thanks, Matt. Uh, enjoying the sunshine, as I understand someone else is. Uh, I'm going to start off with a story that I've discovered today inside the Mail Online. And this is headlined, Scott Disick bundles up in a thick hoodie despite very hot Los Angeles weather as he picks up an order of designer suits. Uh, Scott Disick... Dissect. Are you going to throw some meat on the bone? Should uh, we uh, be familiar with his work? I, I mean, work? I, I, I don't know who he is. I don't know how you pronounce it. I mean, Dissick, Dissick, I don't know. I can't be bothered to look it up. Are you uh, aware of who he is? I think I've, I've vaguely heard the name. All right, well, this is written by uh, Andrew Bullock. Uh, last week, we were talking about reporters whose names are nominative determinism. I think we might have one here. So, Scott Dissick stepped out in Beverly Hills bundled up in a thick grey hoodie as he ran errands on Tuesday. Bundled up? Well, I just like to unpack it. Bundled up sounds like he's going to be buried in the garden like Trevor Doordash. (laughs) And seconds in, and already we've got a reference there to keep the younger listeners interested in. Um, And also running errands. I don't know about you, Chris. For me, that kind of conjures up images of having to post a birthday card in the friend of your mum's letterbox so she can save money on a stamp. Yeah, or getting your coins down to those little machines that, like, suck them all in and you get a little ticket back. Oh, yeah, but it's not for the full amount, is it? No, no, you have to give a bit to charity. Yeah, take a percentage. Mm. The reality star... Hmm, little teaser as to who, who on earth this gentleman may be. 35 was seen collecting custom-made designer suits at the Tom Ford store on Rodeo Drive in the sweltering Los Angeles heat. Now, not to be a pedant, but I believe aficionados would call it Rodeo Drive. Yeah, yeah, they would. <laughs> yeah. Ro- Soz. <laughs> Rodeo Drive in the sweltering Los Angeles heat. He went for an odd choice for the errands, however... So the errands was collecting um, custom-made designer suits. The uh, shit just don't get any easier. <laughs> so, I mean, again, I, I, I occasionally had to get my dad 20 embassy filters and a copy of the Sunday <laughs> People. <laughs> I don't think I always have... It doesn't, doesn't compare, man. <laughs> Odd choice for the errands, however, throwing on a grey hoodie despite the weather. The bearded TV personality... Okay. No, still don't know. Matthew Kelly... <laughs> Jer- Jeremy Beadle. Uh, Rest his soul. Rest his soul in his little hand. Looked steely as he strutted out of the boutique in khaki cargo pants and white trainers. Oh, if I'd picked up a couple of designer suits, that was exactly... I'd want to say to the world, <laughs> look, look what I've just done. <laughs> He's strutting and looking steely. Anger issues, I don't know. 
Um, and also, I don't really know if Andrew uh, Bullock here has, has uh, seen anything more than the, the photos that, that we've seen. You can't really tell if he's strutting or just walking. Or uh, yeah. Anyway, Scott was flying solo without girlfriend Sophia Ritchie. Mm. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't know who this person is. Is this who is she? The mystery deepens. Um, but you know, brave boy collecting suits on his own. I think she's related to Lionel Richie. Okay, well, hello. You picked up <laughs> on something <laughs> here. Their relationship has been thrust into the spotlight recently, with reports emerging they had briefly split up before reconciling. Well, I don't know about you, Chris. I've, I've barely read of anything else. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't stopped or even started talking about them. I've actually emailed Radio Four's Today programme to ask them <laughs> to give it a rest and like concentrate on yeah. Brexit or something. Humphreys, he won't stop. <laughs> But Sophia and Scott were in high spirits after they grabbed smoothies at Sun Life Organics in Calabasas. Do you want to correct me on that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of days prior, Scott was seen pinching his 19-year-old girlfriend's butt as the two shared some laughs. Yeah, but. Yeah. Also, <laughs> hashtag me too. Yeah. Also, that is a, you know, I'm not judging Chris, but that's a big, big... Gap, it's, it's it? you know, it's a sizable gap. I mean, he's thirty-five, she's nineteen, so that'd be like us going out with um, a twenty-two-year-old. I mean, they're not; they, they wouldn't get any of our cultural references. No, I think they would be very much nonplussed <laughs> by watching us record this. <laughs> I don't think a twenty-two-year-old girl is going to find anything to laugh at in my comment about Trevor Jordash. If you are a twenty-two-year-old <laughs> and you do find something to laugh at in, in in any of this podcast, please please tweet us. Yeah, tell your friends. Their relationship has been the talk of the town since they went public in September 2017, before the couple reportedly split but made up just days ago. Call me a stickler, but this timeline is getting very confusing. (laughs) I think I would make Mr Bullock rewrite that entire sentence. I think Mr Bullock fancies himself as the Tarantino of the the Mail Online uh, newsroom, and he, he just does not... He doesn't believe in standard uh, storytelling. There's no convention with him. Sophia again lives with him. Everything seems good now. It's back to normal, a source gossip to People magazine of the much-discussed pair. Who the fuck are they? (laughs) Okay, when you hear about someone gossiping, you kind of think of, you know, a man or a woman, like, sat on a bar, you know, sat at a bar, like pouring their heart out, you know, yabbering on. You don't kind of think of someone just saying approximately ten words. <laughs> yeah. Reports emerged that Sophia had ended the romance when pictures surfaced of Scott seemingly getting close to a mystery woman whilst at a listening party for Kanye West's album, Yeah, two weeks ago. That'd do it. However, the couple denied the split games, with Scott writing on Instagram... We had no idea we even broke up, but thanks for thinking of us. Scott shares his three children. I mean, we've been through this before. Yeah. Mason, eight. Penelope, five. And Rain, three. With his ex, Courtney Kardashian. And now we know who he is. Right, okay. <laughs> Move on. becomes clear. Move on. So I suppose you're hungry for a bit of bona fide celebrity action now. After that, very much so. Well, hold on to your hats. Mark Wright strips topless at steamy pool party while Arge lets it all hang loose and even 
Pat Sharp was there. That's uh, ticking a lot of boxes. This is one from the Daily Mirror, written by Emmeline Saunders. Mark Wright stripped off in front of a small crowd while DJing at a sun-drenched pool party. Just to clarify, uh, this is Mark Wright, the star of ITV2's Party Right Round the World. The uh, classic example of a TV producer coming up with a name before a format. Just it's not the central defender who convinced Bobby Robson of the merits of a free man central defence at Italian 90. I think it's good to clear that up. Yeah. The 31-year-old reality star was joined by best mate James Arge Argent and Funhouse <laughs> host Pat Sharp for a quick pool party and DJing set at BH Mallorca Hotel on the Spanish Islands. A quick pool party. Later, apparently, they competed against each other in a uh, stern two-lap driving course that took <laughs> them through some of uh, Mallorca's tunnels. Yeah, apparently there were some uh, middle-aged twins yeah. <laughs> Funny that. He jetted in from the States ahead of little brother Josh Wright's wedding this weekend and still found time to squeeze in the paid personal appearance in front of a bustling crowd of holidaymakers. Yeah, of course it's paid. Wright doesn't whip his top off and press play on his summertime Spotify playlist for nothing. Ka-ching. <laughs> Josh is due to tie the knot with long-term girlfriend, says boyfriend, says boyfriend Holly Kane in Mallorca, where the current series of Love Island is being filmed. The footballer, who plays midfield for Gillingham... Ooh, bit of glamour. Yeah. 14-year-old temporary away end. <laughs> ...has been dating Holly for eight years, and they announced their engagement last year with a social media snap of Holly's huge diamond ring. Brother Mark was on hand last month to celebrate Josh's boozy stag do in Los Angeles and was spotted singing karaoke on a bar table after a sozzled night on the lash. Mark revealed he jetted into Mallorca earlier this week, showing a snap of himself with his male relatives on a transfer coach from the airport. En route at BH Mallorca, He'd captioned the group selfie. Yeah, I mean, I've not checked, but I'm presuming that uh, at BH Mallorca is A, an airline, and B, he was paid for that tweet. I think it might be the hotel, I'm not sure. But yes, he's uh, he's definitely placing that product. And he's probably got more for that one tweet of, you know, considerably below the original 140 characters than, 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 well, certainly we get for this. Yeah, well, you know, that's just the injustice. (laughs) Arriving at the party, Mark was quick to seize control of the DJ booth, where he was joined by former TOWIE co-star Arge, who is currently dating Gemma Collins. It's very much a, a real feel of the heyday of 1950s Hollywood here. <laughs> and the funny thing is, of Great course... Gatsby. <laughs> Arge is his former TOWIE co-star, but he's still in it. Yes. <laughs> there was no sign of the blonde bombshell... But that didn't stop Arge downing the free drinks and awkwardly tapping his feet as Mark dropped some beats. Wearing a tight white t-shirt, sunglasses and patterned shorts with white flip-flops and a cross-body bag. <laughs> Presumably what everyone else was wearing. <laughs> Very much pool wear. Mark revealed he was ready for some casual partying as a small crowd gathered by the pool to watch him DJ. At one point, he stood up on the wooden decking and faced the crowd, who called for him to take off his shirt. (sighs) Teasing them, he slowly flashed his gym-honed abs before whipping off his top and standing in front of them all bare-chested. All bare-chested. I flew all the way from America for this. I'm here to have fun, just like last year. I do this each and every week, he told them. 
well, he's confused about his times there, isn't he? Yeah. I'm sure Jeremy Corbyn said something similar at the last week's uh, Prime Minister's <laughs> Questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's talking about... He's doing this just like last year. He does this every week. Yeah. It's not, it's not a story, then, Surely his baby brother doesn't get married every week. <laughs> well, I mean, Essex, innit? Yeah. Arch, meanwhile, decided to keep himself covered up under the hot sun and even sat with his foot dangling in the pool to stay cool. Yeah, that's how you keep one cool, Arch, you blockhead. <laughs> <laughs> the reality star was seen chugging drinks as he sat back and watched his friend earn his keep in the booth. <laughs> earn his keep. It's like uh, in, the, in the World Cup, you keep hearing to, uh, well... He plies his trade yeah. in the Turkish Super League with Galatasaray, but uh, Mark, no, he earns his keep. He's a solid, he's a solid utility <laughs> man. Arge wore shorts and shades and had a green wristband on to show he was part of Mark's entourage. Yeah, I mean, they're really bad, this one, aren't they? The colour of Arge's wristband. <laughs> but, what, but what was the colour? <laughs> Mark, I'm a celebrity co-star. Pat Sharp was on hand to help out, and the two blokes greeted each other in front of everyone. At one point, Pat, 56, unbuttoned his white shirt to reveal a surprisingly firm set of breasts. No, sorry, I mean muscles, including something of a six-pack. It's all that ball pull work he's putting over the years. (laughs) Lugging giant foam bridges from one end of a studio to another. I can't be arsed reading any more of this, to be honest. There's only three more parts. Yeah, I mean, I just think you should... Um, end journalism now. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was written by uh, Emmeline Saunders, and I just think she's doing a suffragette leader namesake proud with yes. this, uh, this work. I would chain myself to the railings if I knew I was <laughs> going to be able to get this sort of stuff in the papers. Right, Chris, I am moving on to the Express Online, and it's a story written by Amy Johnson. And it's called ITV This Morning Viewers Left Cringing As They Spot Philip Schofield Doing This. It's it's this, but in capital letters. Right. Okay. This morning fans couldn't believe their eyes when they saw Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby do something they just couldn't forgive on the programme today. Did they karate chop one of the Queen's swans? I mean, I'd say you're in the right ballpark, but you're not. Turn Gordon the Gopher inside out. <laughs> that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Maybe set up a sort of human centipede with him and Ed the Duck. Oh, God, yeah. And Orville. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. No, no. all right. <laughs> it all unfolded during the This Morning segment, which saw Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby sample ice lollies due to the current heat wave in the UK. I think they're called uh, ice poles, actually. Ice poles for people who uh, tuned in to last week's... I mean, it does say the current heatwave in the UK. Um, you know, maybe when you listen to this, uh, we're, we're recording this a few days in advance, we're going live, so it might be raining. Uh, it might be Christmas Day, for all we know. Um, <laughs> we don't know when you're going to listen no, to us. Treat, it, treat yourself. It might be post-nuclear apocalypse, and it's your soundtrack to feasting on your neighbour's uh, festering cadavers. <laughs> we don't know. Great times. While it was all sweetness and light on set, viewers spotted the duo doing something they were horrified to see. As the pair tucked into the frozen goods. <laughs> frozen goods. Here, yeah, Gran, can you think of another word for ice lollies? <laughs> frozen goods, dear. Why not try that? <laughs> they could be seen biting into the ice lolly instead of just licking it. 
Okay. Those watching at home just couldn't believe their eyes and took to Twitter to comment. Mm. Now, you'd expect, you know, three, three people tweeting yeah. about this. Oh, no, 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 no. Not on this one. Okay. One wrote, Phil and Holly biting those ice lollies is setting my teeth on edge. It's just wrong. Hashtag this morning. Uh, a second person wrote, Upsets me how Phil is eating that fab ice lolly. You can't bite a fab ice lolly. Hashtag this morning. How is at Scove just biting that ice lolly? Puts my teeth on edge just watching him absolute animal. <laughs> Hashtag this morning. Absolute animal. Another fan chimed in. One viewer declared, Phil and Holly both just bit into their ice lollies. Monsters. Hashtag this morning. The thing is, if you're going to tweet that level of indignation <laughs> at a couple of daytime TV presenters biting rather than licking an ice lolly... Where are you going to go with, say, Fred and Rose West? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, once you've accused someone of biting into a fab of being a, a monster, uh, people burying people in the in the garden, <laughs> like Trevor Jordash. Um, I don't know. Oh, what, oh, good callback there. I, I don't know what what you what you described those as. But I mean, come on, there's still a bit more to go. And is it a fab? It's it's presumably fab, the brand of ice lolly, rather. It than is. Just a good it is ice lolly. It is. Yeah, very specifically. A fifth exclaimed, My love for Philip Schofield has gone after seeing how he eats his fab lolly. Shallow love. Hashtag it is shallow, <laughs> isn't it? This morning. No, at Scof. You are eating that ice lolly all wrong. I'm cringing. Stop this crazy behaviour at this morning, A6 added. Cry for help, isn't it? There's a lot of anger. I mean, I don't know how you feel, Chris, about a fab lolly. Whether you would, um, yeah, I quite like him. Yeah, shall I? Uh, have you got one? Shall I pop to the shop? Have you got? Now? Have you got? Shall I pop to the shop now and we'll just see how one goes down with a yeah. fab ice lolly? I think they've got a little bit of chocolate on them, so I think you could nibble them. I don't think these people who are getting so irate about it, I'm not sure they've got that much of a point. Well, let's just do this live on the podcast. <laughs> There you go. Thank you very much. Just coincidence. Wow. Right, we each have a fab lolly. We're just, uh, as you can hear, unpacking them. Real podcast history being made here. Uh, And you're you're actually right, because the top is um, chocolate covered in hundreds and thousands, isn't it? It's very difficult to um, suck that in a conventional lolly way. I think it would look a bit odd. You'd probably end up with like hundreds and thousands all over your tongue. I mean, looking at the pictures here, um, Philip Schofield has moved in with the bite quite far down the lolly. So he's not... It doesn't look like he's he's bit straight into the chocolate. He, he might have gone to the white bit in the middle. So, yeah, if you turn it sort of side on, it's like a kind of French tricolor, isn't it? Very much is. But, yeah. So he's gone in. He's gone in. And he's actually biting the white and red. Yeah. Which is actually, yeah, that's fucking disgraceful. <laughs> but if you're working, <laughs> hang on, where's Twitter? <laughs> if you're working your way down from the top, as I'm going to do here, you definitely bite first. Mm, yeah. 
I think this is fine. Yeah. I think this is okay. I think we can do the rest of this podcast with uh, <laughs> our fab lollies now. I think those six people are a disgrace. <laughs> um, also, I mean, this um, this is delicious. So mm. just wish to add that, you know, we don't have a sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, if, if you are uh, the makers of uh, fab and you wish to... Uh, what is that fab, did you say? Fab. Fab, fab the, uh, the excellent lollipop. I mean, probably the best. I'd say probably the I'd best. I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I've tried many lollies in my 38 years. No, well, I mean, there's nothing that adds up to this, really, is yeah. there? You can stick your feast. Yeah. Um, Shall we carry on? Yeah. I'll just, uh, just have another yeah, bite. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Steady. This is a PG advisory. However, despite the backlash from viewers... <laughs> backlash... Not exactly the Sex Pistols swearing on Bill Grundy, is it? Or indeed the slightly disappointing initial ending to car share. Just imagine these people like trying to organise the pitchforks and the lit torches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the old days, they'd have fucking set Fred the Weatherman's <laughs> map on fire. Oh, hang on. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know he's disgraced himself, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know... We can still talk about, you know, him. Yeah, of course. I... Um, I in my very many references on this podcast to people I've met, uh, I have met Fred the Weatherman. This was before he was disgraced. And to be honest, I might leave this bit. Um, <laughs> Move on. However, despite the backlash from viewers, Philip and Holly continued to blissfully eat the sweet treats <laughs> while recalling their favourite ice lollies. Um. The show was also home to a shock confession after Philip, 56, told Holly, 37... He had never heard of a Calipo. Mic drop. <laughs> Boom. I'm out of here. Yeah. Present it yourself, Willoughby. One viewers wrote, viewing that means one viewer wrote, Phil, spelt incorrectly, <laughs> has never had a Calipo. That's a crime. At this morning. At walls. Hashtag this morning. That's it. Get the, get the producers involved. Don't, also, don't bring walls into it, you snitch. <laughs> Uh, then it goes off on a complete tangent. Uh, there was pandemonium in the studio yesterday when Warwick Davis appeared to down a shot of urine live on air. God, I think if I'd have been reading out the live tweets at the time of this ice cream discussion, I would probably be tempted to follow <laughs> it up with a live shot of urine. Dr Chris was in the studio to discuss health issues and several shots of urine were lined up on the desk in front of him but when Warwick was introduced to the show, things took a strange turn. Presumably he was, like, showing people what good urine and bad urine looks like. I don't know. I Either mean, that or he'd filled them up to different levels. It was doing, like, a little, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> glass, like the, the, glass the, rim Like the music. bell ringing, yeah. <sighs> yeah, maybe Dr Chris had a massive on-air breakdown <laughs> and uh, and was playing the entirety of tubular bells on, on small little cups of urine. That would be brilliant. The actor walked up to the table and drank a jar of urine, or so it seemed. Holly was utterly shocked and couldn't contain herself, although Philip was in on the joke. <laughs> what a jokester. She shouted, what just happened? What just happened? That's not real. Is it apple juice? Did you know? Phil laughed, it's only apple juice. This morning airs weekdays at 10.30am on ITV. Ah. <laughs> oh. Great times. Still, I mean, we got these lollies. We got, yeah, there, I mean, we? So. you know, thanks very much for this.
and from one tasty, much-loved and remembered treat to another one, as we cast our minds back to series one, and a much-loved or hated (laughs) segment we like to call The Life of Riley. Oh, it's good to hear that music again. I mean, you haven't, Chris, because I haven't put it in yet, but the listener yeah. has. So just, uh, just assume you've heard the uh, first 10 seconds we're legally allowed to play of Life of Riley by the Lightning Seeds. I'm, I'm already imagining Ian Brodie's dulcet tones. What a cock-up. Rachel Riley left red-faced on Countdown over rude word. Um, you'll be unsurprised to see that this is from the Daily Express, <laughs> who seem to specialise in all things Rachel Riley and Countdown-related. And this is written by Callum Hoare. Rachel Riley, 32, was at the centre of the awkward moment that took place this week. Eclipsing the Rachel Riley see-through dress moment from yesterday, this time the focus was on the word puzzles. I think, you know, the focus should always be on the word puzzles. Yeah, well, Occasionally the numbers round. I'd say it's not a 50-50 split, is it? It's probably no. about kind of... 70-30. But it's all fluffing before the conundrum, really. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Diane and her opponent, Toby, had been tasked with unscrambling the letters... I'm not going to spell them out. Fuznusbzips. Toby came up with spines, but Diane won the point with a hilarious answer of penises. <laughs> oh, it, it, is, is, it obviously is hilarious. It, it is if you're nine. <laughs> if you're a nine-year-old boy, that is the funniest <laughs> thing you're ever going to hear. Or, or 38. <laughs> Susie Dent and special guest Paul Zenon smirked in Dictionary Corner as they revealed penises was an acceptable word. I mean, but of course it is. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is, you, you know, it is, say that. it is medical, isn't it? <laughs> Blushing Rachel, currently dating pro dancer Pasha Kovalev, was then forced to spell it out on the board while trying to keep a straight face. She later took to Twitter to share her embarrassment, posting a screenshot of her smirking. The post read, They say a picture paints a thousand words, but sometimes all you need is nine letters. Quite right. Although, to be fair, penises is actually seven letters. Those other two letters are redundant. It has now been retweeted more than 500 times and received over 6,300 likes. Do you think we're likely to uh, hear from perhaps some of those uh, social media responses? Well... At some point in this story? I'm guessing that they're going to come now. One reply read, that cheeky smile is priceless. Another added, that's pretty impressive. And a third claims, you look so embarrassed. As well she might. Um, I'm not going to finish this off, but just to let you know that if you want similar stories to this, you can go onto the website and see how the, the time that she actually had to spell out the word asswipe and also bumhole. Yeah. Countdown airs, I know, daily at four o'clock. <laughs> or something. About that time, I don't care anymore. About that time. I'm eating my fab. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, probably time to leave it for, for this fortnight's Burley Contain, Chris. Yeah. Um, thanks very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure as always. It really has. Um, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at... Barely underscore pod. And we've got a, a Facebook presence, haven't we? Yeah, we do. Um, you know... Look, look just for barely contained, basically. On Facebook. And you'll, you'll um, find us. I mean, if you're a manufacturer of um, milky, chalky, strawberry, fruity lollies with sprinkles on top, which 
according to your rapper, have now been going for 50 years and are interested in sponsoring a uh, podcast about celebrity online journalism, then, hey, you know, drop us a line. You could do a lot worse. (laughs) You really could. Well, you know, Mm. a bit worse. I'm enjoying it. All right, thanks a lot for that, Chris. Cheers. (laughs) See you again soon. Bye. Bye.